me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. My niggas flirt. I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh. i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. And hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. They come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. 
I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside, huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. Here come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh -huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I've been began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart, break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections, some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing to protect my position. What is going on, everybody? What is going on, everybody, man? How the hell is everybody doing? How the hell is everybody doing, man? And what's going on, everybody? What the hell is going on, man? Um, As you can see, we are here on this odd, odd Saturday night for Unscripted. We're on here with Unscripted, man, and, um, and yeah, man, um, yeah, so, yeah, what is going on, everybody? Thank you, guys, you yes, too. yes, yeah, what is going on, everybody? Uh, thank you guys for all being here, man, um, pretty, um, like, yeah, pretty, pretty weird, pretty weird being on, on here on a Saturday, definitely, definitely feels a little off, it's definitely gonna feel weird not being on here Monday, but, but, yeah, man. What is going on, everybody? And um, Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas, man. It's the day before Christmas. And Merry Christmas to all you guys, man. Uh, me, after I get done hitting the intro, I'm going to go get my proper attire because I forgot to wear it. 
But other than um, that, oh, the Christmas merch. Yes. Um, Damn. I've been telling myself what? all day not to forget it. So after I get done hitting this intro, you guys are going to see the notorious Christmas shirt on me because I'm a jackass and I forgot to wear it. Okay. So without any further ado, man. Yes, Durante. Merry Yeetmas. Merry Yeetmas, man. Mm-hmm. Yeet. Oh, man. Merry Yeetmas. Merry, merry Christmas, guys. Merry Yeetmas. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, man, we got, um, yeah, after after we hit the intro and after I go change my shirt, um, we have the, uh, we have the uh, AEW Dynamite Holiday Bash to talk about. It's a pretty good episode of Dynamite. Um, shouldn't be too, shouldn't take up too much of our time, but then mm-hmm. our boy Sir K here has... I hate you, Logan. Um, uh, our boy, our boy, sir, our, our boy, sir K here has provided us with some hard hitting, down to the dirt, gritty questions about the current state of professional wrestling, bro. So I'm very excited. I'm gonna read some of these off, and then he is going to get me uh or he he's he's we're gonna i'll i'll let you explain it but what what did you just call it the do they stay you, you explain it oh, one of the categories of questions which we'll get into which i can't wait is actually it, do they stay mm-hmm. while you explain it don't mind my absence oh god yeah. well one of the categories we got is do or they stay or do they go. I gather names of contracts that come up in 2024 from across both major companies, WWE and AEW. I don't really touch no one from anywhere else because well, who cares um, for the most part. Because like half of them we already know, like Will Ospreay was on that list before, but he signed early with AEW because of the money mark, so can't really... Do that name no more, but got a bunch of names that contracts come up in 2024. Um, so yeah, I'm, I got that, and uh, do they stay or do they go? And we're gonna ask, do they leave the company, or if they stay with the company, man, it's a good list. Let me let me count it one, two, three, I think 11. I think 11 names we have, so 11 names. Seeing if they stay or go from restraint. There were some shockers where I had no clue their contracts were up this year, so I'm excited to talk about it. And we got some other good ass fucking. Oh, dude, I swear to God, TK really does. That man, Logan, I swear to God, that man, TK, and ruining everything. He's been ruining AW. So, but, we got a bunch of other good categories, too. There he is, in the proper attire. Look at that, man. Look at that. Okay, where'd this shirt come from, man? Where'd this shirt come from, man? I was wearing it the whole time, bro. I was wearing it the whole time. Okay. Okay. So, so, yeah, man, so that's what Sir is going to hit us with, a little bit of uh, do they stay or do they go, man? I'm pretty excited for it. I'm pretty excited for it. I don't know why I wore this shirt over my long sleeve. It kind of looked like a geek. Um, But. It looked like a fucking early 2000s older brother. All right, Disney and show. with that, I'm going to be absent again. Um, <laughs> you look too bad. Uh, two I mean, seconds, guys. 
Yeah, you're good. You're good. But um, yeah, I can't wait to get these categories down with you guys, man. I got some good ones. Got some good other questions and ideas. So my brain was fucking fuming. I'm not fuming angrily, but just fuming work-wise trying to come up with these. But things are pretty good. Thank All right. Fucking A. Was it UPS or FedEx? Or was it just Postal Mail? I lost it. Logan? Ahem. Ahem. Okay. Now we're in business. <laughs> All right. That looked horrible. It wouldn't look as bad if you'd seen the red shirt around my fucking neck. But that just completely made me look like a fucking grandma. Um... Logan, bro. Logan was the king of the Christmas merch, man. He was buying that shit like hotcakes, man. Even in June. Um, I think damn near everyone in Minnesota got one of those because of Logan. So, gotta thank, right. thank the manager. He's feeding the streets, man. Man of the people. He really is. Getting all homeless people. But they still have to pay, though. They ain't giving them to for free. Exactly. exactly. charity. So, so... Let's go ahead and hop right in the intro after I uh, had to take care of some business um, before we get into all this. Um, but yeah, man, so what is going on, everybody? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, another edition of Unscripted. This is Christmas Unscripted. Um, this is episode 175, man. And what the hell is going on, everybody? What is going on, everybody? Um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, um, so... So, um, yeah, if this is your first time watching, man, you guys do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we are on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday, we are on here with the news at 4 p.m. Central. Um, the news from yesterday is not up yet. I'll probably have that and this um, uploaded either Sunday or Monday, um, so stay tuned for that. Um, the You know, the show's across the weekend, man, so uh, yes. Um, so if you guys did miss yesterday's edition of the news that is MJF um M MJF has MJF re-signed with AEW um he says no sources in WWE say yes we don't know man and then we also talked about Mercedes Monet having a very high asking price for the WWE uh so high that it exceeds the current salary of Charlotte Flair so we talked about all that. We talked about all that good stuff, man. That is episode 193 of the news, man. And yes, that is episode 193 of the news. Um, um, for the record, you do not look like a geek, Pops. Um, I I look like a geek. Um, as soon as I see myself wearing that shirt, um, that was not okay. But okay. Um, but yeah, man. Um. But yeah, man, so, yes, if you guys did miss that, that is available for you guys on all platforms, man, that, um, well, they will be available for you guys on all platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to see it first, join us right here every Friday at 4 p.m. Central on YouTube, man. Also, man, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Hills Podcasts. Notorious Hills Podcast merchandise, not the MJF Broken Labrum tweet, um, <laughs> you, you, you guys can out. You got. 
It, well, I always keep, you know, um, I always keep a couple extra slides in case I need to add pictures, and I haven't had to replace that one with a new one yet. So, um, so yeah, man. Um, yes. You can get all eight of these beautiful designs live on bonfire.com, man. Um, on bonfire.com, link is at the top of the description of this very video. You can find all eight of these beautiful designs, plus more available on bonfire.com, man. You have the Chicago flag design, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, the Biggie-inspired design. You got the base logo design, the Riddler-inspired IWC's best-kept secret design. The Notorious World Order. The Notorious World Order shirt that comes in three versions. The Chicago flag version, like you see on your screen. Classic black and white and the Wolfpack red. You got the Grand Slam design. The Scratch logo and the only community that matters. Um, so you got all these. And, man, if you're looking for something festive to wear for the holidays that you don't want to forget about, certainly nothing that I would do. But if you guys are looking for something to wear for the Christmas season, man, Look no further than the Notorious Christmas design. Um, yes, all nine plus more of these beautiful designs are available for you guys live on the merch shop. Again, that is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video. Also, if this is your first time watching, as do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast, I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? It's going great, man. Going great. Had a great day yesterday. Um, super fun. Got to eat with the steakhouse, which, you know, Chinese dad ass. How was it? It was phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you, bro. That show was phenomenal. And um, got to see the Iron Claw, man. Phenomenal movie. Sad as fuck. Fucking tearing up at the end for that final line. That shit hit, bro. It was a good-ass movie. And fuck their dad, dude. Fucking, that dude was a Hey, dude, he he was a dude, all right, man. Goddamn. Um, but it's just been great, man. It's just been great. Um, got the holiday, man. It's finally here, and it's 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 gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be real good. But um, like Durante always asks, how's life? How's the family? Life's good. Family's good. How is everybody doing in chat, man? How are you guys doing? Chat and replay. How is everybody doing? What about you, bro? How are you doing? Yeah, man. Doing good, bro. I'm doing good, man. Got my Christmas, notorious Christmas shirt on. You know, can't forget that one. Just going to throw that oh, out man. there. Um, but other than that, I'm good, man. I had a blast yesterday. I had a blast yesterday, man. Um, Obviously, never, never go wrong with steak dinner. Um, never, yeah. never, never, ever, 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 ever can go wrong with that. Um, Logan asked. Um, Logan asked earlier on. Um, well, it's not much of a question as it is a statement. He wanted to let everybody know that I was Iron Claw Gentleman, but I think, <laughs> I think, what our manager, if I know our manager. At all. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he meant to say how was Iron Claw, gentlemen. I don't think Logan is the Iron Claw, guys. I don't think he's the Iron Claw. But, um, dude, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was fantastic, man. Uh, I thought, so without giving out any spoilers, um, I thought it was one of the better 
wrestling. I haven't watched The Wrestler in a while, and I know a lot of people say that's the best one. I haven't watched that movie in years, so I, that's definitely going to have to be on my rewatch cycle um, over the course of uh, the next couple weeks or whatever. But um, in terms of wrestling movies, dude, um, I, I thought I thought IGN absolutely embarrassed themselves. I did not get the sense of... He was trying to juggle the two lives. Like, he had a reason for wanting to stay away from his family type thing. He had a... It didn't come off confusing at all. Like, they, they explained why he did that. Um, why... Um, mm-hmm. Choosing wrestling, if anything, it was the opposite. He was choosing the safety of his family. So... To him. Exactly. Exactly, bro. So, um, no, man. Um, if I could recommend it to any wrestling fan, I really would, man. I thought they did a great, I thought they did a great job. I found out who MJF played. I knew he played Lance Von Eric, but, um, Lance Von Eric is the fake Von Eric that the dad, uh, Fritz or whatever the dad's name is. Um, so the, after, I th- I want to uh David died um after mm-hmm. David Von Erich died uh, and Michael wasn't living up to the hype he um he had gotten Lance Von Erich to try to um he got Lance Von Erich to try to fill the gap but he was already a known he was already a known indie wrestler in the Texas scene. So everybody knew he wasn't a Von Eric and I guess their promotion WCCW lost a lot of credibility because they caught, you know, Fritz lying. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So that's, that's the guy that MJF played. Um, uh, yeah, he, MJF played the, the fake Von Eric. Um, but, uh, man. Yeah. The ending scene, crying like a baby. Oh, it's horrible. It was so fucking sad, dude. But I, um, I'm, I, w- I was really happy for Kevin. I was really happy for Kevin, man. He's the one that got to, um, he's the one that lived. He's the one that lived, and he's you know still around to this day, man, with his two sons that were. Um, you know, also a huge plot point in the story, but another thing, Carrie and Kevin should have swapped actors. Zach Efron mm-hmm. was fucking huge. He was in, he got in really, really, really good shape for, um, for the movie. Carrie, the one who was in WWE, Texas Tornado, or whatever whatever they called him. Carrie Von Eric. Carrie Von Eric was huge. He was the jacked one out of the Von Eric family. And in the movie, he was not that big at all. No. Yeah. He was shorter. They really should have switched actors, definitely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, he... um. Yeah, they 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 definitely definitely should have uh they definitely should have um swapped actors because like I said man, Carrie was not um Carrie was pretty small and in real life Carrie was big. Carrie was fucking jacked. You know, I mean fucking Vince signed him. You know, I mean that goes to that goes to tell you about Carrie's physique, but 
but no, man. Um, I, I, I thought, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really an awesome movie. Um, yeah, I thought it was really an awesome movie, man. And if, yeah, I mean, if, if you guys are wrestling fans, which obviously you are, uh, hundred percent recommend, hundred percent recommend oh, watching you. that movie. Um, great, it was a great watch for sure. It really was phenomenal watch, man. It was a phenomenal fucking movie and a sad, sad fucking story. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was uh you know, the the first one, um, David, I think, passed. Um mm-hmm. you know, David passed and literally, dude, from from then on out, it was like one after another, dude. They were just dropping by fly, dropping like flies and it was just, it was so, it was so sad. It, it's just so sad to think about, like, it's, it's just, it's gotta, like, if that's true, what happened at the end, that he, like, you know, picked his brother up, you know, after he had shot himself, that, that is just horrible, man. That is so sad. That is so sad. And, like, just thinking, bro, that there's a human being out there that's still living that had to like that has all these experiences it's 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 heartbreaking mhm yeah it's it really is sad dude yeah it's 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 heartbreaking man but yeah he i oh i i felt i i felt so bad for for kevin i mean just like i said man like having five brothers or uh four brothers or whatever it was and now you're just like all alone you don't have any of them you don't have any of your brothers around anymore like dude that's that's just gotta be heartbreaking that's gotta be so fucking heartbreaking um but off the sad note um it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. I think they, I think they knocked it out of the park with, with, uh, with uh, the Iron Claw. Yeah, I thought they did a great job. I think they did a phenomenal job. I think that was a great ass movie, dude. So, AEW Dynamite, AEW Dynamite, man, bunch of Continental Classic action. Um. Uh, Swerve opened the show in a uh, must-win, pretty much a must-win for Swerve, um, because then this would tie him with John Moxley. This would then tie him with John Moxley if he won, and then as for Roosh, I think it just would have brought Roosh up to nine points. So, um, Swerve ended up beating Roosh with the Swerve Stomp, and it was uh, it was a pretty good open, and uh, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed to see Swerve um, make his way to the finals. Definitely, man. Definitely, I love what they did there. <clears throat> I'm so glad Swerve is still on this, and he's he better be the one to win this, man. He's got to be. I would hope. I would really hope. Um, but then again, dude. I could see him not winning it for the simple fact of not only does he have Hangman lurking around the corner again, but according to Collision tonight, um, Keith Lee um, wants to resume. Tony Khan wants to resume the feud with Keith Lee um, from two years ago. 
Damn near. When the hell did he turn on Keith Lee? Well, he came in revolution. Okay, so last November he turned on Keith Lee and they feuded. Should have had a match at Double or Nothing this year, all the way back in May. And here we are, December December 23rd, 2023, and Tony Khan wants to restart this now. Seven months. Seven goddamn months. Too late. The fuck? It's like, okay. Um. All right. Uh, I love Keith Lee, but if you want to talk about Swerve Strickland... Um, I definitely think we should mention the fact that uh, I think a lot of people rather see him do other shit right now. Um, exactly. Fucking nudie. But we're we're, we're going to talk about it, but he was chopping it up with the world champ, and that shit was absolutely fire. Yeah. Keith Lee should also be doing that, but guess what? I think Tony Connie's not. So. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, Chris Jericho did a uh, video package um, wishing Kenny Omega uh, the best. Wishing Kenny Omega the best. Uh, this was really cool. This was really cool to do. Um, address it, you know, head on. Um, you know, wish Kenny the best. Um, Jericho said something along the lines of Kenny. Kenny wanted. Um, uh, Kenny was in severe pain. But he still uh, insisted on going out to the ring and doing a live promo because he was advertised for Dynamite, and he wanted to give the uh, the live fans as well as the fans at home, um, you know, the experience of, of seeing him. So um, that was that that was that was really cool. That was a really cool story for for Jericho to tell um, on Omega's behalf because uh, stuff like that is commendable. It really is, man. It really is. It sucks that. You know, Kenny's going to be out for as long as he is, man. But, hey, he's Kenny Omega. He, he'll he be back, man. He'll be, even Cody was saying that Kenny will be back and he'll be even better than ever. Which, it got me so scared. Because apparently, I don't think this is newsworthy enough to keep him, to put him in the news. But apparently, um, Coda was, like, backed out of, like, some Noah match or something. So, I think we all, and did you see what Chris Jericho said? He, Chris Jericho said he's still going to look for a new partner. So, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds absolutely garbage. Oh, yeah. Golden. <laughs> the lover jets. Golden. Yeah. Jet lovers. <laughs> Fucking golden jet lovers. Good lord. So, I, I could see it. I could see it. So. We have another match. We have the two losers of the tournament. Uh, Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe. They have the two fucking losers of the gold block. Um, oh, my God. Dude, at this point, bro, if Tony Khan brought back Jericho, um, I can't say I would be surprised. I can't say I would be surprised, but that would be another another Tony Khan rant added, added to the year. Right. That's a celebration right there, man. That's absolutely fire. Give me Jerry's show. Uh, that coward won't do it. God. That'd be so no, awful. That man fucking would do it. That's the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think nothing of it. You just... Oh, I used to watch that. Fucking, let's do fucking Jerry's show. Yeah, let's go. 
Ah, Lord. Um, so, so this Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe match, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you, bro. Um, mm-hmm. good match. Um, good match. I can't say any of the matches in the tournament have been bad. Um, and they've they've incorporated a lot of story into the tournament. Like I, I really like. I, I, I've really enjoyed the Continental Classic. The only thing I would change next year is um, way bigger names. Way bigger names. Everybody keeps saying, oh, well, they put Takeshita in there because they didn't want Takeshita to, to, to lose. So you would rather have Takeshita lo- uh, not lose, but you would rather have him ice fucking cold where he is right now. That's what you'd rather have? Watching him. If he's out there losing, who cares? So what? He's newer. He can lose. Anybody can fucking lose. It's okay. Literally. Swerve lost. Does it is he hurt? No. He's not. What they he's he's staring down the champ and no one is anyone believing he can't do it because he just had that loss? No. Yeah. I could see that happening at any point. I hope it happens oh, in twenty twenty four. I really hope it does. Hundred percent. One hundred percent, bro. Um so <laughs> um Yes. Exactly, Logan. Yeah, bro. Um yeah, oh, okay. So yeah, what I was saying. Good match. Good match. Um I really appreciate them trying their best to make Mark Briscoe not look entirely weak um, because yeah. it was a great explanation. So they were talking about Mark Briscoe not picking up any victories in the tournament thus far. And they said that, you know, Mark wasn't really sweating it because this is his rookie year as a singles guy. He's been in tag team action for his whole career. That makes a lot of sense. And that's something I can appreciate. Yeah. So that's something I can appreciate. 100%. 100%. Um, and as for Jay Lethal, they didn't outright say it, but pretty much the story with him is um, he's gotten so comfortable having his boys ringside uh, to the point where he can't win without him. And that's exactly what happened here because Mark Briscoe picked up his first victory, which leaves Jay Lethal with zero wins in the Continental Classic. And that puts Mark Briscoe at one win and four losses. So, uh, or five losses. Well, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. One, yeah. One win and four losses. Um, so, so yeah, man, uh, that, yeah, like I said, th- that I can appreciate. I can appreciate that. And I can appreciate the story here between, between both men. I, it's, it's nice to see. I think I go on here and I do like that. They're teasing a fucking Jay lethal, whatever the group is called. Break up fucking AEW's mid card mafia. Please break them up. Definitely, man. Definitely. We got a Samoa Joe and MJF promo. Uh, we got a Samoa Joe and MJF promo where Samoa Joe was blaming MJF for being the devil. Uh, he pointed out how the championship was perfectly laid out on the ground. Like I said, like I said, and I like how they're playing to that. And if that is done on purpose, then that's, that's a nice touch. But, 
Um, he he blamed he blamed MJF. Uh, MJF then blamed him because he was attacked. Meanwhile, they came out to the ring, but yet they did not lay a single hand on Samoa Joe. So, very um, uh, very valid points and a very good promo battle from uh, from both men. Um, the unknown would then come out. I hate when they give them stupid names like that. Um, yeah. So the call them the fucking mystery people or something. The unknown come out, and there's a bunch of little torps, literally like thirty of them, that come out to the ring, and I'm sitting here like, "Yo, what is this retribution? What do you got like?" 30 motherfuckers a part of this group, but then the group that's eventually going to debut is just going to be like four or five guys. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing? I I hate when they do that extra shit. Like, you guys aren't the Nexus. Stop acting like it because half those guys are just fucking jobbers standing. Like, what's, what's going to be the TV explanation? You just fucking paid a bunch of dudes off to fucking beat them up? Yeah. Like, this like, one is fuck. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, are are these MJF's fucking old ops from high school? It's like these regular-ass people? Like, why the, like... It's like the, it's, it's really the little things like that, dude. It's just like, why the fuck, like... So if there's been 30 motherfuckers the whole time... What, where were they? Where were they this whole entire time? Honestly, Where? Where? I, I can't find him. <laughs> no, literally, dude. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Like, so you mean to tell me the acclaimed Jay White, MJF, uh, even the guys that come around and surround Samoa Joe every week. It's just five guys, four or five guys, or whatever the hell it is, four guys and the devil. And now all of the fucking sudden, there's like fucking 30 more of them? Huh? What's going on here? What? what? I, hate, I hate when they do shit like that, man, and then they're doing shit like that, man. It's real annoying. Like, where the hell y'all been the whole time? Like, what? Okay. Thanks for nonchalantly adding like another 30 like 35 more members to the group what the fuck this is like ah, i don't know it irked me dude but they take care of all the 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 stand-ins and then the you know the the four guys we see every week come out surround the ring lights go out lights come back on dude they do that shtick so much, I'm starting to think it's the fucking House of Black under the mask. Literally, like, bro, just have them dip out of there through the crowd or something. Like, just have them act normal. They're not fucking... They're not supernatural. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously, Especially if bro. Especially if it is fucking Adam by, by behind it. He's not fucking... He's not a secret demon, like, what's going on in here? It's fucking Adam Cole. He's a normal ass person. Doesn't make any sense, bro. It doesn't make oh, any you know fucking sense. Are, you know they are. Oh, oh yeah, a hundred percent. They're 
And and if they do, they'll try to nonchalantly throw that there's been all these members the whole time. Yeah. Oh, you know it. Oh yeah. Um. Other than that, I like the promo segment between MJF and uh, and 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 Samoa Joe. And uh, yeah, that was it. Was, it was a it was a very good very good promo segment. I, I really enjoyed it. I really and en- I really enjoy. Uh, I re- I really enjoy them. Um. I really enjoy them. Uh, I really enjoy their dialogue and, and uh, the pinning that seems to be getting put on damn near almost everybody in this situation. It, it, it's really, it's really been building it up to to a big feel. You know what I mean? It is, man. They're throwing all these options around it. Everybody is a suspect, man. I do like yeah. that aspect. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, I like that they're playing to that because, you know, realistically, could it could be anybody. It could be anybody. It needs to be one specific person, but, you know. It could be anybody. Like play, play up to it. Have some fun. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They, uh, uh, on this night, um, they uh, tried to pin it on Swerve. They tried to pin it on Hangman. They tried to put it on um, Samoa Joe. They tried to put it on MJF. They tried to put it on um, uh, Roger Strong. I mean, they're trying to put it on everybody. But who's the one guy who hasn't got blamed for being the devil yet? Mm-hmm. It's Adam Cole. Rick Flair. <laughs> and at that point, <laughs> shut the fucking lights down. And I never want to see AEW Dynamite on my fucking screen ever again. Um, <laughs> so Twitter stage oh, dude, it was a horrible ass option. It was a joke, but it was it was such a bad option. I gotta go find that. I think I like the tweet. Please tell me I like that fucking tweet. Oh yeah, so DQ.com posted. How would you react if Jim Cornette was the AEW oh, double? Oh my god, I <laughs> would. He would kill himself before Tony Khan. Because what the fuck? It could be Paul White, bro. Was the devil was the devil standing um was the devil standing a little crooked, bro? Could be Paul White. Pointing in the other direction on the other he has like crossed eyed legs. Bro, if it's TK, bro. (laughs) First of all, bro. The generational meme of him taking off the devil mask, the look on his face is going to be the most generational image. Because I just know if he, I just could imagine, I could imagine him right now taking the mask off. And then, you know, he's got that fucking look on his face where his eyes get real big. And he's got like this like fucking stupid smirk on his face. That would be the greatest thing of all time. Uh, oh. It'll be absolutely phenomenal. It'll be horrible. But the oh, moment yeah. itself will be forever phenomenal. Oh man. Oh god. That would that would yes, that would be the greatest thing ever. That would be the greatest thing ever. Um so uh <laughs> um so so yeah, um yeah, they're they're adding, you know, like I said, they're adding a big feel to the to the devil reveal. They're adding a big feel to it and um yeah, they uh yeah, like I said, man, they're they're adding a, a really big feel. Um pinning this, trying to pin this on a lot of people. Uh people are, you know, MJF's a little spooked about it. He's pissed off because, you know, he wants his mask back and 
you know, he can't, you know, find, he can't find out who this guy is. And it's, it's, it's it adds for a, it's adding for a great feel, which is why I'm so adamant that they do not fuck this up because this is something they've done really, really well. They've done really, really well on, on, uh, adding, you know, a, a big feel and this could be anybody type thing. Um, so, so yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I like what they did there, man. I like what they're doing with this devil stuff, man. They just gotta, they just gotta end it right, man. Definitely, man. Definitely. MJF is, uh, walking, uh, backstage um, Samoa Joe tries to get him to go into the locker room and MJF says no. He starts to walk down the hallway and he finds a mask right in front of the mobile, uh, mobile, the mogul, the mogul embassy's locker room door, right in front of the mogul embassy's door. Um, he then knocks on the door. Nana opens. He then grabs him by his shirt and he pins him up against the wall. Um, I really do wonder what would have happened with all this stuff if Adam Cole didn't get hurt. Um, and if they do try to drag this devil stuff along, I could really see this story. Depending on how long Adam Cole is going to be out for, I could really. I, I I'm going to be honest. I could see this story. Landing them because solely because of the fact that Adam Cole got hurt. It's almost like a Becky Lynch situation. Becky got hurt and it landed her in the main event of WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Um, with Adam Cole, this injury, if it's legit, could add could land them in the main event of All In Wembley Two. It very well could. I could see it going full circle in around a year. And them facing each other at at the second all in, I could see it. Yeah, I could, I I could see it too. Especially if Adam Cole is really hurt. If Adam Cole's not hurt, I would say they probably wrap this up by Revolution. Probably wrap this yeah. up by Revolution. Yeah. Um, which that's the tricky part. Is they're really ramping up the Devil reveal? And it feels like it needs to end at at world at, at world's end, which is why I don't know why they didn't. If it was going to be Adam Cole, and if he's really hurt, um, I don't know why they didn't start this devil storyline a little later down the line. Yeah, I think they could have waited a little bit if he is like that hurt. Yeah, but if he's not, then. We're, if he's not hurt, then we're we're on the right track here, for sure. Definitely. I think so. Yeah, and he... Yes, Adam Cole absolutely needs to be the devil. No question. Oh, 100%. So, he uh, grabs Nana by his shirt, and he pins him up against the wall, and then here comes Swerve. Swerve gets face-to-face with MJF, and these guys had a great... Great little back and forth. It was short and sweet, and it was really good. MJF, um, Swerve asked him if he had a problem. MJF started singing Swerve's theme song. He stopped after he did the garments, and um, he said, Oh, wait, I'll stop. Hold on. Now that the music is stopped, 
Oh, seems like all your star power went with it. Ooh, okay. Um, Swerve then starts telling MJF that um, he is a threat to his world championship and he uh, needs to look out for him. They talked about how... Um, uh, oh, Swerve, Swerve, Swerve had a really badass line in here, bro. Um, So MJF tells Swerve, you know, you were the guy I used to travel up and down the indie roads with. Uh, from show to show, and and we really got to know each other. We really got to know each other up and down those roads, and, and we had a lot of long car rides, and um, we had a lot of long car rides, and uh, um, started uh, talking, you know, talking about their talking about their their past, talking about their past, and 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 all um, you know, all that stuff. MJF then brought up how he became, you know, world champion. Swerve then tells MJF, you know, when we were up and down those roads, um, you had a bunch of uh, tryouts um, similar, similar to the tryouts that you used to uh, that you used to run into uh, William Regal at. Uh, but that's the difference between me and you. You you participate in tryouts. I sign contracts. That was hard, bro. That was that that was hard as fuck. Um, Swerve then tells MJF he's uh he's um you know he's coming after the world championship um and uh he then tell he he tells MJF uh, that he is not the devil that you're I'm not the devil you're looking for. He told MJF and he walked uh um or Samoa Joe um. Got in between him, he put his arm around Max, and he said that uh, we got some business to take care of, so uh, we'll leave you here. And Swerve walked back in his locker room with the Mogul Embassy. Um, awesome. I love seeing Swerve mingle with MJF. This guy's going to be a world champion in 2024 or 2025. No fucking question. No question. Definitely, man. I think he has to be. That was just a phenomenal back and forth, man, and I love, love Love that shit, dude. I think that was phenomenal. Definitely. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Um, yeah, awesome. Awesome stuff. Uh Roderick Strong beats Renta Lucha 27 Commander. Okay. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> John Moxley and John Moxley and Jay White. Uh, two um must uh pretty much a must win for Jay White at this point. Uh as for Mox, he you know he he still had a lot of points on the board, so he would have been just fine. Um, but if Mox won, then it would have been Mox versus Swerve. But if Jay White won, then we got a tie. We got a tie at all three of them. So while the ref wasn't looking, Jay White. Uh, hit Moxley with a uh, chair to the knee. He was working the knee the rest of the match. Hit Moxley with a Blade Runner. And that was it. That was it, man. Um, that was it. Uh, Jay White picked up the victory. To even this whole thing out at 12, 12, and 12 points on the board for Jay White 
Swerve Strickland and John Moxley, man. So these guys will be facing in a triple threat match next week. Uh, well, yeah, on Wednesday to uh, to uh, see um, who goes, who represents the Gold League in the finals, man. So, so yeah, yeah, um, a pretty good match, pretty good match, and it's nice to see Jay White uh, fucking winning something. It really is, man. It's nice to see. And I like what they're setting up here with this triple threat. I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. Winning something against somebody that... Uh, against against a big name, uh, more specifically. Exactly. Exactly. A name that matters in terms of credibility. Yes. And as for Collision... Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston made the finals for the gold block or the blue block. Um, and yeah, Eddie Kingston made his way back in the tournament, bro. Uh, so it'll be Eddie versus Brian on Wednesday as well to determine the uh, who represents the blue block in the finals. Um, Nick Wayne's mom was on there talking about how could you hate somebody's mother. I don't. I don't really. I don't know. I'm not feeling her. From from the short clip I seen, I'm not really feeling her with the group. To be honest. No man, I I, I don't think I will too. When I watch that clip, I I don't. I'm already predicting I really won't. But I did see a Christian Cage line clip. That was fucking the most Christian Cage line ever. I love it. Oh God, I can't wait to hear it. Um. Yeah, and then and then Keith Lee called out Swerve again, and that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it, man. That was pretty much it. Um, yeah, so that was that. Um, and then uh, briefly for SmackDown, Roman Reigns got to chop it up with Nick Aldis. Great shit. Great oh, dude, shit. Phenomenal. Yes. Shit, that was great. Yes. Great shit. Fucking I, serious. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see a lot of people saying that um Nick Aldis is gonna piss so many people off, it's gonna transition him into a wrestler, and then thus his replacement's gonna be William Regal. Oh, I could see that. I could definitely fucking yeah. see that. Because I think he, that's the goal. Yes, he is not making himself likable. He is not making no. himself likable. He is pissing a lot of that roster off. And uh, I think I, I, I could have easily seen them just putting him in that role to uh, get him familiar with uh, the exactly. WWE audience. Get that audience familiar with him. Get him to like him. And um, I think that's working, man. I think that's going to go perfectly. That is like the perfect way to do that. That would go so crazy. Imagine William Regal interacting. With fucking with the tribal chief. Oh, oh. oh he's gonna Man. hate him. Yes, yes, he's going to be his undisputed era. That man Regal hated mm-hmm. those boys. Oh, he hated them, bro. And he's gonna—you know, man always has to deal with a fucking ruined ass faction under him. And I love it. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. So. Uh what was the other? Oh, yeah, man. So, you know, Roman Reigns pretty much tried to tell Nick Aldis. Um, when Nick Aldis came into the room, Roman Reigns said, 
And it was only him and Heyman. It was only Aldis and Heyman in the room. Roman Reigns says, how about you leave us alone? Uh, leave us uh, leave us be for a second. Paul Heyman walks away. Nick Aldis sits down. This man, Roman Reigns, says, how do you know I wasn't talking about you? And this man, Nick Aldis, goes, this man, Nick Aldis goes, well, even if you were, I don't really care. I, I don't, I can't really say I care what you have to say anyway. Um... I was like, oh shit. So Roman sits up and he's tell and he starts telling Nick Aldis, you know, that uh, triple threat's a great idea, but you know what would have been been an even better idea if you would have ran it by me. He then said, uh, you know, Adam Pierce understood um that everything go through me. He says, I'm the tribal chief, I'm the head of the table. You don't make these decisions without running it by me first. Nick Aldis then told him, well, look, man, um, I get you're trying to hurt my feelings while bringing up Adam Pierce, but I, uh, I'm, I'm the sharp end of the stick here now. So, you know, you listen to me. And he, and, and he, he, he walked out and he told Roman that he can't wait to, uh, he can't wait to get to know, uh, he can't wait for those two to get to know each other a lot more. Like that a lot, dude. I like that a lot. I think I love what they did there. Even though, even though, in its own way, low-key, it kind of made Adam Pierce look like a monk. But overall, I, I love what they did there. I think I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, Roman definitely did make him look like a monk. But, um, but, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I thought they, um, I thought they did great. And then the obvious, the Carrion Cross promo. He starts talking about how he's he's predicted the future, and he has. Um, he talked about how he tilted the hourglass on the bloodline, um, and then he talked about how they imploded. Um, uh, he then talked about uh, he broke Rey Mysterio's uh, patience or something like that. He after his feud with Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio snapped, and he you know hit his son. Um, he talked about how uh, he took away Shinsuke's honor. Um, he for fun he he beat Shinsuke and then um, you know now now Shinsuke is just devious. Um, but he talked about how he has this changing effect on people, and then he says he said something along the lines of, uh, um, "But all of these things don't have authors." Uh, Scarlet then says, do you see the vision as a silhouette of, um, a silhouette of two brutes standing between an old bald man flashed up on the screen. I like the idea of cross with AOP. But my only concern is how the fuck are they going to make this work with two managers? At this point, they I think they just got to transition Charlotte Scarlet into a more wrestling role. I think you just kind of have to at that point. But I don't really think she's that good. At least I mean, from what I remember. I, mean, I remember she wasn't, but... I mean, I'd rather have that than two awkward man, two managers making it kind of awkward. Because I mean, I'll just fucking go make some food during her match. It's not like she's gonna be a big fucking women's world champion anyway. So, 
Yeah, they might be the best course of action for this. But, but, but see, the, the thing is, you put two acts together that do kind of heavily rely on their managers. Like, Scarlet's a big part of his act. And in saying mm-hmm. that, Paul Ellering is the author's of pain. You know what I mean? He is. You know, he's like, the author. yes, he, like, he's, he, he. AOP, I mean, we've seen AOP without him, and I can't say I want to see them without him ever again. Um, no, unless, unless Paul Ellering only shows up for pay-per-views and big matches type deal. I could, I could see that being more of like a background manager, kind of just in the background. He'll be there for random promo packages, and he'll, he'll be there for the show, for like the big shows, but not on the weekly. I could see that too. But I'm telling you right now, bro. Bro. Seeing Paul ring back with the Authors of Pain. Oh, that's going to be awesome. They got to be. I don't know how they're going to make it work. Well, I got a faction now. I need that group in over games next year, dude. Oh, that would go nuts. Yes, that would go nuts. But this carrying cross promo is up there with the one uh that one from NXT where they were playing oh. the end the old Armageddon theme song that shit that's got, that could be their faction theme that would go hard as fuck as a faction theme I wonder and I can't wait to see the identity of this faction you know the name yeah what they're gonna be wearing I wonder if they're gonna come back you know with the, with the vest I, I think wonder, so. I wonder it looked like I they were wearing them yeah. it looked like they were wearing it anyway so but I, I really can't wait to see how this goes it could could be awkward at points with the two manager thing, but I overall am excited and I think it'd be really fucking good. And I this I can't wait to see those two back, especially because yeah. this tag division needs it. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. But dude, I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see how it'll work. Like I said, there there is obviously a concern um in some regards, but uh in I mean at the at the end of it, man, I. Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes, and I just, I, I, just off one fucking promo alone, their production value is better than 90% of factions we see on AEW television already, just off their production mm-hmm. value, and how they tease the AOP doing the silhouette, like, dude, that's hard as fuck, man. I wish, I know we're not getting it, but I would love that AOP theme song again. That shit would go so crazy. Yeah, that would go. That would go pretty nuts. So yeah, man, that's pretty much everything, bro. That's pretty much everything. And now for these hard-hitting questions. Well, you want to go ahead and um, you want to go ahead and 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 lead before we get to these other ones, man. Who's staying and who's going, bro? Hit me. All right. Do they stay? Or do they go? I didn't have people that like don't really apply to that phrase. Like I didn't really. We could we could talk about it. I could add him right now, but I didn't really put Mercedes because um, he's not like in a company. Right. I, I'll add her at the end just in case. But people like that, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really add. But I looked it up. All names that have contracts coming up in 2024 didn't get to use all the names because some of them resigned and. Like fucking Will Ospreay, the money mark got him in time, so there's shit like that. But I'm gonna start off, man. I'm gonna start off with the most. Did you push Shibata on there? 
No, I did not anyways. I, I mean, dude, was his contract uh, even coming up? No, it was, <laughs> that, it was, that, that was a joke because the situation is a fucking joke. From the way I actually just saw one of the New Japan's tweets earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's just AEW now. I think they let him go and just go completely into AEW already. That's ridiculous, man. That's, That's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking, fucking hell, man. But let's start off this list. Do they stay right. or do they go? First, first man on the list, MJF. <sighs> Tough. Sometimes, especially with the, especially with the stuff we see out of AEW now. Sometimes I, mm-hmm. there. Sometimes there's a small piece of me that wish like. Maybe he should go. But for the sake of the story with Adam Cole, for the sake of, ironically enough, him being one of the biggest AEW guys, um, I'm going to say stay. And what about you? I'm going to have to agree with that. I think he's going to stay. I think he was denying it, but I think he fucking re-signed, bro. I think he signed an extension. Like I said on Friday... Even if it's not for long, it's just a couple months. He signed some sort of extension. He had to have. And if he didn't, then holy fuck, Tony Khan is a mark. But um, I think he did. And I think he's staying. So, I don't know if... I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if you have him on the list, but we're getting we're getting a request in the comments. Um, he's not on the list. It didn't say his contract is coming yeah. up in 2024. Well, we can talk about him. Because... Boy, if his answer ain't a certain one, my God. But what do you think about, about Mr. Wardlow? Do you think he stays in AEW or leaves AEW? If he stays in AEW, that'll be on the level of stupidity of Dolph Ziggler re-signing with WWE in 2019. It will. It will. Yep. That'll be on if the level. Yes, that'll be on the level of stupidity of dude. It, it, like literally, Dolph Ziggler. Now that I just said that, that's that to a T. Dude, you're so yeah, good. AEW just started up. You can go over there. You can be appreciated over there. You could be. You could be one of the pioneers, one of the Chris Jericho's or John Moxley's of, of that. You know, of the upstart AEW, and he fucking stayed with WWE. So. For war, that is that for Wardlow. Like Wardlow can go to WWE and be so good. He could, he he could be in this. I could, I could see him fitting seamlessly. We just talked about him in this faction with Karrion Cross and, and the Authors of Pain. Um, a hundred percent. Um, so to my point, um, Wardlow. Wardlow staying with um Wardlow staying with AEW would be on the level of stupidity of Dolph Ziggler re-signing with WWE in 2019. No question. Because I remember at the time everybody was so excited to see Dolph Ziggler leave WWE because everybody just thought it was gonna be a no-brainer. Like, oh, yeah, he knows they're gonna treat him like shit. That he knows it, that he's just gonna leave. And he didn't leave. Stayed, or really fucking stayed, man. And that would one hundred percent be on that level. That might be even worse, low key. In certain aspects, it might be a little worse, but it's definitely on that same level, dude. So he he better fucking leave, man. Yes, Wardlow's a def definite go to WWE, AEW. I'll say it to him, blue in the face. That's one of AEW's biggest fuck ups ever, ever. 
Oh, 100%. Easily. Fucking Wardlow, man. Okay, who's the next name you got? Next name on the list for do they stay or do they go? Drew McIntyre. At this point, it's tough. But I think I have my answer. But who, where do you, do you, what do you think? Are they staying or are they leaving? Uh, honestly, if you would have asked me before this storyline, um, I would have been very split on it. I would have been very split of, I could see him staying because he, he, he likes being in WWE. Um, but Enough, you know, I mean, we argued, we, we, we argued about this, um, a lot of maybe Drew wants to just go do something else. He's floating around doing nothing in WWE. He's unintriguing in WWE. You guys remember the stuff we were saying? He was in, he was floating, doing nothing. Nobody can deny that. But where we are now, dudes, dudes got the most interesting character arc on WWE television. Um, he's one of the best parts about Monday Night Raw. Um, and I see really big things for him in WWE now with this heel turn. Um, I, I'm loving it. I think Drew stays. What about you? I think it's still possible. Yeah. He leaves, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to stay, man. I really think after the storyline, he'll. I think he's going to to come to the appreciation of story and character and come to the, yeah. the comparison of you will not not get this story and character in AEW. You just won't. And I yeah. think he's going to realize that. And I think he's going to stay, man. I think that... Crazy. If you're going to ask, like you said, if you would to ask me for the storyline a couple months ago, mm -hmm. I would have thought he was leaving. Yeah. But now, I think he's going to stay, man. I mm -hmm. think he is. 100%. Hell yeah, dude. And now, the next name. A name I was shocked. Apparently, it says they have the contract up in 2024, man. Andrade. Dude, what do you think he's doing? Hmm. What does Andrade do? Hmm. It's tough, man. You know, they treat him so well in AEW. Oh, but you know, so well. So well, but his wife's over in the other company, so... Hey. Well, you know? Andrade... You know, we did, we did, uh, we did run the story that Andrade is up in 2024. We don't know when because I know he was nursing mm -hmm. some small injuries, but um, so it might be extended, but pre-extension it's 2024. So yeah. that's what I'm rolling with. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Andrade, like uh, we talked about it on Friday, dude. Once Charlotte resigned. Andrade is no brainer, especially with all the he wants to go back to CMLL to do stuff uh, before his AW contracts up. That's because he knows he's not going to get to do it in WWE. He's going back to WWE, not just because of Charlotte, but because Lena Vega's over there and because Triple H is over there. And he knows under Triple H, he's he's destined for greatness. And under Tony Khan, he's um, he, he falls so short of that mark. For nothing Saturday night, nothing matches. Yes, exactly. Fucking so I have to agree with you, man. I, I, it's he's a he's a definite leave. I don't even see a chance of him staying. I really don't. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. 
And then my next name, also, I forgot it was me fucking reading this shit out, dude, I'm sorry. Fuck. Um, next name coming up in 2024, another AEW one. Keith Lee. He apparently. <laughs> really? Apparently. It's what it, apparently. It's what it said. So, Keith Lee, man, what do you think? Does he stay or does he go? That explains a lot. That explains exactly why Tony Khan wants to uh, start mm. up a feud with Swerve yep. Strickland all of a sudden. Um, this guy is doing the exact same stuff that everybody called uh, Vince bogus for. Well, Vince is yeah. so bogus, he's giving him a tag title run just to get him to stay, and then he's going to turn around and treat him like shit again after they resign. That's exactly what happened with Keith Lee. Um, Keith Lee's going back to WWE. Uh, Keith, uh, uh, not Keith, I was going to say Keith Lee's over there. Mia Yim's over there. Um, Roman Reigns wants that singles match. Uh, that's still on the table. Uh, Keith Lee's, Keith Lee's fantastic and his talent has been wasted for too long. And actually, um, uh, let me do a quick Google search here. Um, and by the way, I think that Meechin is over there correction. Keith Lee, yeah. Um, Keith, Keith Lee's thirty nine years old. He's not. Oh yeah. Yeah, he, he's not wasting time. He, he doesn't have time for this bullshit. Mm. He doesn't. Um, he he's going. Exactly, man. He's not like CM Punk. He doesn't have the time. Um, I don't think he wants CM Punk time. <laughs> but um, I think he goes. He's he's got to be a definite go, man. I think Keith Lee leaves AEW for WWE. I think so. And next All one, that, dude. The more you list these names, this could be a fucking catastrophic year for AEW. Like bad. It could be. It could be a very fucking horrible. I mean, year on them. on the surface, it actually might be good because it will thin their roster mm -hmm. out. Uh, but in terms of how it will look in the media, yeah, oh, it's, it's it's good. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Absolutely fucking horrible, man. But. Might be good in in the long run, man. It might mm. be. Next one, switching over to the to the Fed to to WWE, man. Sheamus apparently is is up in twenty twenty four. Does he stay or does he leave, man? What do you think? <sighs> yes, Sheamus is up in twenty twenty four. Um, wow, it's tough. This one's actually pretty tough. I can't lie, Sheamus. I'm a yeah. I can see it. I I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Um, Seamus talked very down upon WWE and their treating of him. He was supposed to get the single. He thought they should have rode the wave of the Gunther story. I agree. I think Sheamus, when they split up Sheamus and Gunther in the draft, I was like, uh, I still think Sheamus should be the one to beat Gunther. Um, he was the perfect option, literally the perfect option. He is a fucking tooth and nail fucking brawler. Like, he, I tell you, greatest intercontinental championship match I've ever watched. Sheamus and Gunther from Clash at the Castle does not get any better than that. Sheamus is a fucking dog. Sheamus is a dog. And I really think he can really get the chance to show that dog in him 
in AEW. Um, I I think so. Um, I I think so. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a bold prediction, dude. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say Sheamus. I'm gonna say Sheamus. Sheamus walks away, man. I'm gonna say he he goes. Um, they he he he's like I said, he's talked bad outwardly about. Roman Reigns, he was supposed to get the championship match with Roman Reigns instead of Kevin Owens at the Rumble. Uh, He was mad about them not riding out his momentum with Gunther. Yeah, not, 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 not good. Not good. They just broke up his group, um, and he Mm -hmm. hasn't even came back yet. Are they even going to bring him back? I mean, his contract's up in three months or something like that, I heard. So they might. It's Triple H. So I could see him having a send-off match. That is true. If yeah, he, he did it for Edge, so. Yeah, I could see him having a send-off match. It's, it's, it's Papa Mark now. That is true. So, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I feel, you know, I, I feel, I feel that he, huh. I also think that'll be really good for him, because, uh, just off the fact that AEW's locker room needs more veterans. But I think, I mean, they won't listen to him, but they're gonna need him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, I I think uh, I think I think Sheamus goes, man. I think he's been quite uh quite upset with Triple H's handling of him for a minute. I think so, dude. I gotta agree with you. I think I think Sheamus is is going, man. Not only for the fact that I think he's been not disgruntled, but disagreement with the booking he has received this year, man. Um, I think that he has friends over there in AEW, and he has a, one specific friend in a certain group that loves to brawl in a in AEW. That's really where I see him going, man. I think he's going to a to AEW next year, and I think he's going to join the Blackpool Combat Club, man. I really think because just a couple months ago, or a couple weeks ago, might even, I think it was a fan that that asked Cesaro if he would like love to reunite with Sheamus and have Sheamus and reunite the bar, and he said he'd be fucking honored. And I and I think remember Sheamus quote tweeted it or liked it or something. I think. I think we see him go to AEW, and I think which, we see him join my cool combat club, which is fire, dog. Which is complete fire, but I also just want to throw out there, you have Chris Hero employed. Just saying. Just saying. Apparently, from what I hear, either it's Tony Khan that's not extending the offer, which I don't think it is. I think it's Chris Hero that just doesn't really want to wrestle that much in like a big setting. That's what I hear. So I think it's, I, from what I hear, it's more of Chris Hero just not wanting to do all that in a way. Yeah. Which sucks, dude, because imagine the trio of fucking Seamus, he's going to call him Cesaro, fucking Claudio and Chris Hero, dog, in the Blackpool Combat Club. That shit would go nuts, man. That shit would go absolutely nuts. But for Seamus, I think he's a go, man. I really think he's a go. Definitely. I definitely agree. Well, bro, this next one, star power all over him. Probably biggest name on this list so far. From WWE, man. Does he stay or do they go? Ricochet. Contract 2024. Does he stay 
or does he go? Is he bald? I would not be surprised if Ricochet is the next Dolph Ziggler of WWE. Mm-hmm. That guy that just fucking re-signs because the money's good. Um, but Triple H Ricochet has been doing... Exactly. Not only is Samantha there, but Trips is trying with him as Vince was, wasn't even giving him the time of day. That's, that's the thing. I think make my prediction. I think it's pretty obvious what I think Ricochet is going to stay because he's not going to be treated as badly, you know, anymore with triple H, but at this point, I don't triple H really isn't a mark for him anymore. Like the NXT days. So right. he'll, Ricochet won't be bad, but he'll just be there. And I think Ricochet is going to be totally fucking fine with that. I don't think he's ever going to leave this company if he, if, unless he has to. So I'm going to put resign for for Ricochet. He's staying. Definitely, definitely, man. Exactly, man. Next one, also from W from WWE, a tag team. We got we we got a tag team and we got a trio from WWE, and that the trio I'm really excited for. But the tag team. From WWE, do they stay or do they go? The Street Profits. I think this one's a pretty obvious one for me, but their contracts are technically separate. I think they might be. I think it said they might be a month or two apart or something, but the Street Profits, both Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins. Do you do they stay or do they go? I think this one's kind of obvious. Um, yeah, this this. this... This one's uh, this one's super obvious for me as well. They they're definite stays for sure. I think so. I think both are staying, especially Montez Ford, um, him especially. But I think both are going to stick together. I think they're going to stick together in WWE. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Now the next one, the one I'm probably most excited for because okay. it, it, it it's, it's interesting, man. It's interesting because the more most of the ones after this to me are pretty easy answers. But this one, this is a trio, the New Day. Their contracts, all at the same time, apparently, are up in 2024. Really? Do they stay? That's that's what it said. It said they are they all have contracts that go up, or at least around the same time. But mm-hmm. it's gonna be nothing drastic, in, unless they had the biggie injury oh, yeah. into that. They very well could, but it is Triple H. Triple H is like an understanding person so maybe they could work out a deal with that or maybe if anything if anything i could see the, the other two extending their own to match biggies yeah but i could see that but yeah, even though it wouldn't be in 2024 anymore after that do you think they go or do you think they stay new Ooh. Dude, I, I would love. I would love to see them go. Yeah. Oh, uh, WWE's not going path now. They are. Yeah. But they've just done even doing that great path. They've done everything at that company, man. Yes. And a heel turn can only do them so much in the same spot. Yeah. I would just kill for them to just try out other places. Not even just strictly AEW. That fucking mark. I'm not, I, I, anywhere, any and everywhere, I would love to see. That's the one that gets me, Logan, is Kofi. Mm-hmm. That's the one that gets me because he's been there for so long. He's been there for so long, and 
uh, I just, uh, as much as I would love to see them go elsewhere, I really would. Um, I think they stay in WWE as much as I would just kill to see them in AEW, to see them in New Japan, to see them in um, uh, anywhere, dude, facing all types of trios. Um, as much as I would love it, I think the New Day does stay. I think so, dude. I think so. Like you said, as much as I would mark out for them to be anywhere to get that young bucks and elite match yes. um, that they that they want that they asked for and that was rejected fucking vince man um goddamn fucking vince we could, we could get so much but i don't think we will to be honest i think they're gonna stay and i respect it i respect it but i think they're gonna stay man as much as it sucks yeah next one another contract up in 2024 okay a J Styles, what do you think? Does he stay or does he go? AJ, wow, AJ's up in twenty twenty four. I think it said he resigned in twenty nineteen. He did for that five year deal. He did. So that's right. Huh. It's tough, dude. AJ it's goes tough because I feel, dude. I feel, I feel like he could. I feel like he could. I feel like he's in somewhat a way disgruntled, you know, booking wise. Yeah. Um, not. He's got a lot of fun. I not would, in a, like a disgruntled, but right. like a shameless way. Yeah, like it's a, just kind of like, what are they doing with me type thing? What am I doing yeah. here type deal? It's not a fuck this company type of way, but it's like they're they're busy right now creatively. I'm yeah. not going to fit in really anywhere majorly that I want to. So I'm 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 explore other options. That's what I feel like it would be for, you know, AJ and Sheamus. But I could see that dude. His friends, you know, are in AEW. They they are AEW. Um, I could see it, dude. I could see. Well, two of his friends are are back in WWE, but they right. they just chase whatever bag is in front of them. So right. you know, they they could leave. They could stay. It really, no matter to them. <laughs> This fucking <laughs> money marks. The, oh, yeah, those they are money marks, bro. <laughs> they are huge money, money marks. At least they don't lie about it. I can respect it. But I could see AJ going, man. I really could. Same, same. I could see him going. AJ is the kind of guy who um he he he's won a world championship fucking damn near everywhere he's been. Um, he's faced the, yes, he's faced the absolute best of the best of every company he's been in. Um, and, and I, and I would be, I would be lying to say that I wouldn't want to see some AJ Styles matches in AEW, um, and some, and some great AJ Styles stories in AEW, but I think that, um, I, I think he might kind of be feeling that same way, man. Um, which... Yeah, it's it's it doesn't have anything to do with him hating the company, but I feel like it could just be no. something that's just kind of I feel like I might not just fit in here right now. Exactly. And that's perfectly fine. That's no beef. It is no beef. It's just I uh, I this place doesn't need me right now yeah. and somewhere else might. So, I could definitely uh, I'm going to give the bold prediction. I, I think he might leave, man. I think he might. I could definitely see that. 
Hell yeah. And going back to AEW for the last AEW name on this list, we got two more after this one. Okay. Um, Brian Danielson. To me, this one's kind of obvious at this point. I have a feeling, but Brian Brian Danielson. Do you think he stays or do you think he goes? I think he stays in AEW on an appearance deal instead mm-hmm. of a full time wrestler contract. I think so. I think he's staying. He's obviously stepping back from the ring. Uh, Not completely, like he said, but for the most part. Um, But I think he's going to stay with AEW. He's taking backstage roles, and I think he's a part of this company. He is a social media sheriff. Now, now, now you New Japan got their own social media sheriff, bro. That's hilarious. That is fucking hilarious. These fucking marks just patrolling Twitter, dude. Because that's your job. You just got to scroll on the fucking timeline of everyone, of every employee you follow. And just make sure they ain't liking shit or tweeting shit. This shit's hilarious. Seriously. But, um, I think he's going to stay. Definitely. Definitely agree. Back to WWE. Technically the last one in WWE, because... You know, the last one isn't technically anywhere, but I'm going to add her, add her anyway. But this one... Ooh, ooh, one really WWE. quick. Really quick. Let's yeah. go back to AJ. Schedule. Okay. AEW. Oh, he, does, he does love to be with his children. Yes. That is very true. Forgot about he that. He's a family man through and through, so I can see it. I can definitely see that, too. Although, WWE is slowing down on the house shows. That is true. So That is true. They could limit... Story? That could be what they do to combat it is they tell as they put AJ on that, you know, you're if you do work house shows, yeah. it'll be like the biggest ones, the big ones, those like special ones that they yep. like put on that they film for the yep. afterwards and shit. Mm-hmm. I could see that though, I could see that because they are changing that slowly. Thank God for TKO, man. But, um, I could see that definitely. The last one in uh, WWE. The second to last one in the in the list, Kevin Owens. Oh wait! Oh my God! I skipped one. Holy shit! I actually have two in WWE still. Really, I just skip right over his fucking Kevin name. Owens. I don't know why. Apparently, Kevin, it's what the. Didn't Kevin did Owens sign in 2022 for a three-year deal? He might be up in 2025. Might be 2025. He might be. He might be. And I think might be with the other name too, Sammy. The other name was Sammy. I think it's the same deal, to be honest. Um, both of them stay. I I say I both think of so, them stay. Anyway. I was gonna say both of them stay anyway, but they might have did the math wrong for those two. But the last name in the list is technically not going or staying anywhere because she's not in the company. Mm-hmm. But um, Mercedes, where, where do you think she goes? Dude, I think she's going back to WWE at this point. I really think she is. Yeah. I really think she I think TK fumbled her. I, I think, think so. TK... I, I, I think I think she really had an itch to work AEW. Uh I I think she really had an itch to work AEW, but um whatever happened happened. Whether she doesn't want to do it anymore because she sees WWE's on a hot streak and she wants to help ride that out. 
um, you know, with them and be back with, with WWE, um, either that or either that or, hmm. Just, I could see her doing AEW for maybe a couple months, maybe a year, if yeah. anything. But to be honest, I gotta agree with Logan in the comments. I think we see her at at, at the Rumble. I, I really think we do at this point. Me too. Yeah. So, but where we currently are now, whatever happened with her and AEW happened, whether it was a, a, an actual dispute with Tony or whoever she was trying to work out her deal with, either that. Or she just sees the state of the company and is like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know if I want to be involved in this right now, um, because she's had to deal with some pretty, some, some pretty bad company situation stuff over the course, over a large portion of her career. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say she goes back to WWE, and I, and I could, I, I can easily, easily see her appearing as soon as Royal Rumble. I can see it. I think I think we will see her at the Rumble, man. And I think she goes to WWE. Definitely. Definitely, and that was the Do they stay or do they go list, man? Ran through all the names that I was able to find. I love it, dude. I, I love it. Um, I want to ask one of your questions uh, off okay. of here. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I want your um, your opinions what are your predictions for 2024 for um for the WWE? We will we'll go WWE and AEW man and then we'll leave you guys at that. But um yeah, what is your um what what's your uh per, um I see you wrote down here predictions for 2024 WWE and AEW. Oh, Becky and Seth uh stay. Stay. I forgot to address address that. Yeah. Stay for sure. They were on the list too, but I didn't even add them because I mean, come on. I I, I, I think my mind. I thought one of them did a recent re-signing, so um, that's why I really didn't put on the list. Because didn't did Becky resign recently? I don't know. I don't think she did. No, but I, I no. thought she did. So yeah. that's why I didn't add her. But it came out staying. in it came out in June that her. <laughs> It came out in June that her contract was up in a year. Um, and then it just came out, you know, like a month ago that Seth was, or a couple weeks ago that Seth is up uh, in June with Becky as well. So, um, there could, they like, I, I mean, we talked about our news a couple weeks ago, man, but like, there, I, there was a point where I could absolutely see Seth being like, dude, Vince McMahon's just feeding me to these AEW guys because of whatever reasons he has. Um, so I'm going to go, but under triple H, he actually feels like a priority and especially going mm-hmm. into this feud with CM Punk, he actually seems like a fucking top fucking top dog on Monday night raw. So yeah, seems like the champ, man. So I think, I think they both stay at this point, man. Definitely. But predictions, uh, pr- predictions for, for the WWE in, in, uh, 2024. Oh, predictions for it's tough, man. I think very loaded question. Very loaded. A lot of different aspects to it, man. But I'm gonna just throw off a couple that I think might happen. Although it's, I can't believe it's actually still possible. It's possible Roman 
fucking retains the title and beats Hogan's record. I think st I think Cody is gonna finish his story this year. I really think he will. So I think I think we'll see the end of the Tribal Chief. Um, in terms of champion Tribal yeah. Chief, I think we'll see the end of that. Um, I think CM Punk will beat Seth Rollins in the Romania feud, and I think he will be the the world champ or whatever that title is called. I kind of forget sometimes, to be world honest. But title. world heavyweight, that's the one it is. I, I always mix up the world, and so I think he'll be heavyweight champion. I really think he will. Mm. I think Roman's gonna take a fucking legendary vacation. Um, Taking a couple. It's either gonna be up. <laughs> this, one be the, this one might be the. This one might be the. Yes. Fucking might. I, I literally, I either see him. He's only Roman's only gonna return at one of the big three. SummerSlam, which I really think that's gonna be too soon for Roman. Survivor Series, Rumble. That's gonna be my three options for when he returns at his vacation. Genuinely, and that's crazy. So I think we won't see much of Roman next year, to be honest. After he loses the title, mm -hmm. um, damn, it's loaded. I think Sasha or Mercedes Sasha, she will be again. Will come back to WWE, and thinks she'll be a world champ, a women's world champ, again, and actually have a reign that isn't two months long. Uh, so. I could see that happening. I think that might happen. I think Bailey, but you know what? We might see the tag team of Bailey and Sasha, and then the feud again of Bailey and Sasha in 2024. I could see that definitely with you know Bailey splitting from Damage Control, which is gonna happen in 2024. Even though well, key already happened in 2023, but I think that it's gonna be 2024. Um, it's tough, dude. Damn. It's a lot of things, a lot, a lot of a year to go on through. Definitely. It's a very loaded question. I think many people will return to the company. I think so many wrestlers, like the ones we got off on the list, man. I think Andrade, Keith Lee, fucking... I think many people will, will be joining the WWE in 2024. And I saw a lot of people predicting this in... I hope and pray, but we could see the return of Morrow on commentary in 2024. A lot of people have been predicting it. So, mm. God, I hope so. I would absolutely kill to have that man back on commentary in WWE, man. Yeah. I will. Oh, yeah. I need it, dude. I need it so much. Yeah. You take Kevin Patrick off of that SmackDown team. You have that one be um, Corey Graves and uh, Michael Cole. And then on on okay. on on, uh, on Monday Night Raw, you do um you could do uh, Michael Cole and and fucking take Wade Barrett off of there and do Mauro Ronaldo. Like That'd be that. pretty sick. That'd be pretty sick. I like that a lot. I dig that very very much, man. Yeah, because you know they want yeah. Michael Cole, so Michael Cole's definitely staying. But dude, Michael and yeah. Corey for one, and Michael and Mauro for another. Sounds sounds good to me. Dude. That sounds absolutely fire, man. I love the sound of that. Yeah. Um. So to go off Sir K's list a little bit, I'm I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna uh name some of the ones that that he named. Um. 
because I definitely those those would have definitely been on a couple of my predictions I would throw out. But um, uh, I think this is the year we see um, Gunther lose the IC title as well as see Gunther become a world champion um, in the mm-hmm. WWE. Uh, um, you know, you already you already mentioned uh, you think Punk's going to be a world champion. Cody, um, I could absolutely see this being something being a year where I, I feel like we could see the 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 tribal the tribal uh, title reign come to an end. Um, yeah, this is also the year I could see them making a last minute and very risky decision to keep this another year. Um, I could see it knowing WWE, uh, but. Um, Anyways, okay, so not to name stuff that Cirque named. I think I think this is the year uh I, I think we could see Drew McIntyre make a world title push. Um I think we could say, see Sami Zayn make a title push. Not saying that he wins it this year, but I could see him really start climbing the ranks. Um I think this is the year we see the Usos. Uh next year is the year we see the Usos back together. Um, I think we see the Usos get back together, um, and start telling their story of, um, finding trust in each other again. I could even see Jey Uso winning, uh, the Intercontinental Championship or of some sorts. Um, I could, yes, I could see something like that. He said he wants to win it because, you know, Umaga held it. That's his uncle that trained him. So, um, I could, I could see. I, I could see uh I could see something like that, man. I could see something like that. Um for sure. Uh but those are just a couple of them. But um what are your predictions for all elite wrestling in twenty twenty four? Ironically enough, going off of my predictions for WWE, I think for AEW a lot of people are gonna leave the company. I mean it's already started in twenty twenty three. We'll talk about that on Friday. But um I think many wrestlers and Backstage people will be leaving and getting replaced by jobs in AEW, man. 2024 is going to be a very interesting year for AEW. I think my predictions are basically two two paths. Either Tony Khan digs himself into the grave he can't get out of with AEW, or or it's the AEW reset that it needs. I feel, I'm going to hope, I'm going to hope that it's the reset, but it's very well possible this could be the the bad. The, I mean, we already had bad years for AEW, but like the downfall year for a- a- AEW, man. I could really, really sadly see that, man. I think he can make many business decisions that go wrong with AEW, or it's going to be the opposite. He's going to make many bu- business decisions that goes right. But to to the on screen creative stuff to predict, man. I think I think MJF will stay, like I said, and I think I think he'll lose the title to Adam Cole. Um, you, he's either gonna lose it. It depends on this injury. He's either gonna lose it to Adam Cole or he's gonna lose it to Samoa Joe. If his injury is bad, is as bad as as it could be, he's gonna lose it to Samoa Joe. If not. I think he'll lose it to Adam Cole, who will then maybe a couple months later lose it to Samoa Joe. I can see that. You know, although I'm a, in a way I'm against it, but I'm also not at the same time because this is one title that could actually possibly matter. I could see them adding the second world title. Now, at this point, I don't want to see it just because they have so many titles. 
But if they didn't add all those extra dumb titles, I would have loved a second world championship. But I could see them adding a world second world championship in 2024, man. Um, oof, a lot of a lot of a lot of things to predict with AEW. I think their pay per view schedule is going to get worse. I think they are going to go that 12 month route. I really think they are. I think so too. And um, I. Th- I f- a scary, another scary prediction I have for AEW. They will have a streaming service, but it won't include pay-per-views the way we hope it includes pay-per-views. I really have a feeling that something like that's going to happen. So, could be a very scary year for AEW. My prediction for AEW is basically it's either going to go completely in the dirt or it's going to reset itself. And I hope it resets itself and I hope they could do all that. But it's going to be a very scary and teeter-tottery year for AEW. It could go one way and it could go completely the other way. But um, a lot of many things can happen in AEW for 2024. And either it could be really good or really bad. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I definitely see a lot of those things. And uh, we're going to talk about it Friday, but... I think a lot of things are changing internally in AEW, and I think it's because of the reason that QT Marshall stated in, you know, you could say a lot of things about QT Marshall, but he's a day one, and he knows how that company was when that company was considered special. Um, He worked in the back. Um, So if anybody's going to know, it's him because he was Cody's right-hand man, and a lot of people credit Cody for being um, almost the glue that held all elite wrestling together. And with Cody Rhodes staying in WWE and extending his deal way before his contract comes up in 2025, that lets you know that the, the guy that held the guy that held AEW together, Still isn't seeing that fire reignited in AEW, and he's choosing to stay with WWE, um, and he's happy there. Um, and that's that 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 says something. A lot of people, uh, a lot of AEW day ones, um, are leaving, and that's not good. That's not good. I, I think that, and I hate saying this, dude, and, and, and I know I've been hard on AEW, man, but I, I really just think, um, I really think this is going to be a scary year for them because mm-hmm. I just really feel the company is going to be changing in de- in departments that it does not have to, um, and, and uh, it could it could really hurt them. Now, it could be a good thing. It could be, but you got to remember, man. These a lot of these things I'm talking about are things that made AEW special in the first place. So exactly, it's something to man. think it, about. It really is. It's going to be a very telling year and very solidifying year for AEW. Man, it could go one direction and it could go the other. A really random prediction I will have that's just creative related. Mm-hmm. I think we see a tour world championship run in 2024. Yes. Yep. That was one I of the things. Yep, that was one of the things I was gonna say for sure. I think we see uh, Swerve make uh, make that make that uh, leap to at least start chasing or become an AEW World Champion. Um, uh, I, I just I, I hope they I hope they don't 
I hope they don't jump the gun on him. I hope they don't try to rush it because Tony Khan feels pressure from his audience. You know, let it let it flow. That's what's worked so well with Swerve. Things just flow with him. You know what I mean? Nothing. He doesn't feel like he's being shoved down your throat. Things just flow. So, you know what I mean? Whenever you feel like you can get that flow, then, you know, let's transition him to a world championship, uh, a world champion, a uh, world champion in all elite wrestling. And I think that, uh, I think he'll, I think he'll do it. I think he'll do it, man. And I can't wait for him to do it. Um, I think a lot of people leave, like Sir K said, I think this is the year they get, uh, their streaming deal. Um, uh, I don't quite have the same prediction about um, their pay-per-view thing not being exactly what we think because they cannot yeah, afford to do that. Yeah, they they that aspect. They they cannot afford if, if Tony Khan has anything left in that noggin of his, he would know that AEW cannot afford to uh, fuck their fans over with their streaming service that people have been asking for for years yet again. Um, it's going to be a very telling year, man. It's going to be a very telling year. Um, I don't know, man. I it's, 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 it's a, it's a scary year from AEW. And I hope that they, I hope that they, uh, I hope that they run right through it. Um, and, and, um, you know, come out on the other side. Okay. Because, I don't know what's going to happen. And obviously the big, big one is the uh, pay-per-view stuff. The 12 pay-per-view mm -hmm. year. I think they're going to move to 12 pay-per-views a year. And I don't think it's going to be good for them at all. Um, this is not what made them special. This is not what made no. them special whatsoever. Um, and it's something that I just, I, I can't, I can't find in myself to get behind because that was one of their mission statements in AEW, mm -hmm. man. Um, that was one of their mission statements. And another thing that people used to always complain about WWE with, they have too many titles. You know what I mean? A lot of people wanted one women's title and one tag title, and they can float, or women could be exclusive to one brand, tag teams could be exclusive to another. That stuff, that's the kind of shit AEW made fun of in the beginning because it was a joke that WWE had all these fucking championships for no damn reason and fucking barely had a division to to for for each title to get behind. So what does AEW go and do? They go and add 15 championships between Ring of Honor and AEW. Come on, dog. That on Come top on. of the you know, they used to always make fun of the fact that like I said, Nobody's fucking got time to watch 12 pay-per-views a year and fucking nobody's got time for this shit, man. Um, and nobody's got time for this shit. Less is less is more. That was one of the things that they understood in um in the beginning. And they're they're moving away from the mission statement. And it's it sucks to see. Um, It sucks to see, man. It, it really does. But I know I said we were going to leave you guys on this, but there's one in here. Um, there, there's one more question in here that Sir K put because it's not a category in the year end awards and, yep. um, you know, because we have to wait till after the new year to after the new year to present you guys with the year end awards. It's 1224 AM on 1224, 23. Okay. That's crazy. crazy. 
kind of crazy. Um, but, but, um, Sir K put this in here because it's it's not a category in the year end awards because usually there's never that many good feuds to actually make the list. But what was your feud of the year? Um, I need to think about the answer to this question back on why going up to this. Um, damn. It's tough. A lot of feuds, man. A lot of feuds. I would probably say the earlier start of the year, you know, Sami Zayn and Bloodline. I think I would have to. You know, okay. Not really like, it's not really a feud, but like storyline the way of the year. It's Sami Zayn versus it's, and with the Bloodline. It's a feud within a bunch of feuds. It's, I, I'm gonna, I, the way I'm calling it is uh the the term I, I use personally is the bloodline saga um because yeah, there's so many feuds true. that come out of that like when i think of the bloodline saga i think of the trial of sammy zayn i think of the sammy zayn turn i think of sammy and roman building up an elimination chamber i think of sammy and ko versus the usos i think of uh bloodline civil war i think of jay versus roman Oh, just the the bloodline explosion storyline yeah. and all the feuds and inner fightings between everybody involved and all the characters and how well all the characters tied into something. Sammy uh, and Kevin, you know, how they intertwine Cody into that whole thing and how they were having Cody and Sammy mingle it up a little bit. And then, you know, you uh, transition into the summer and you're just seeing the most intriguing of television with uh, with Jimmy just getting fed up and Jay trying to keep the peace. But then Jimmy snaps and then Jay snaps and then, you know, uh, Jimmy takes out Jay because he doesn't want him to turn into Roman Reigns. But, you know, it... it it's just it's been it's been so awesome. It's been so awesome. Now I now I'm gonna be completely transparent. I still don't understand the logic behind Jimmy rejoining the bloodline. I'm gonna let it play out, but you yeah. know, this guy was kind of the whole fucking reason all this shit happened, and now he's just back with them and they trust him. It doesn't make much sense, but I'll um I'll I'll let it play out, man. Mm-hmm. I'll let it play out. Cause because this storyline has been so satisfying as a wrestling fan to watch you know because it's been such a satisfying story to watch i'm obviously going to give it a little time and leeway um this is one of my favorite stories of all time this is up there with the gargano and champa saga um those that those are literally one and two um so it's up there for me and for me um for me there there's no other answer than 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 the bloodline uh the, the bloodline saga so I think so, man. I think that is feud or feuds in the storyline of the year, man. I really think it is. Definitely, man. Definitely. And another reason I really appreciate this, the the whole Bloodline stuff, is because that really made a lot of fans look at Tony Khan and say, hey, where's your stuff like this? You know, he he then responded with, you know, better than you, baby. And that that was a, that was, obviously, that, that was a hit. But... If it wasn't for the Bloodline Saga, who's to say that he got the he felt the pressure and felt the need to actually uh, want to prioritize a, 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 a huge storyline on AEW television? But um, uh, but but yeah, 
Um, so in terms of feud or feuds, I, I would just have to to lump all the 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 bloodline implosion related stuff into the feud of the year. I would have to too. Definitely, man. I agree with that. Hundred percent, man. So yeah, that is all the and hey, man, we got some more questions, bro. We got some more questions, dude. So we got um, you know, we got we got the time, and we got more questions, man. And I'm sure the questions will keep coming. And dude, who's to say? Who's to say we don't? Uh, who's to say we don't come on here again and, and chat it up again? But as for the Christmas episode, as for Christmas unscripted, bro, that is gonna do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. And Merry Christmas Eve to everybody out there. Uh, obviously, to answer JT's question, I'm sorry I got off on mad tangents the past uh, for the past 20 minutes. But um, yes, it's. Uh, I mean, I know Logan did uh describe it to you but yes we know you know we know you guys you know you guys are probably busy on monday night um you know with family or whatever you guys got going on so it's kind of kind of a little stupid to even you know go on go on here live so we figured we'd do it right now spend the at least spend the early hours of christmas with you guys a christmas eve um christmas eve that is but um uh, yeah, dude, I, I really, I really want to wish you guys a, a very, very, very Merry Christmas, man. Uh, so Merry Christmas from, from your Notorious Hills family. Well, I mean, you guys are the family, so Merry Christmas to you guys, man. Um, and dude, uh, I hope you guys, I hope you guys get everything that you wish for. Um, I hope, I hope the gifts that you bought people, um, I hope, I hope everybody loves the gifts that you guys bought for people, man. So I hope you guys, um... Uh, I hope you guys have a very, very Merry Christmas, and I wish you guys nothing but happiness, man. You guys know how it is. Um, you guys know how we roll around here, man. So, yeah, dude, wishing you guys a, a very, very Merry Christmas, or as Durante says, a very Merry Yeetmas, bro. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so that is going to do it for this edition of Christmas Unscripted. And with that, it has been always, 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 always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. Nice, okay. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast. Another great edition, episode 175 of Notorious Unscripted, Christmas Unscripted. Merry Christmas to you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it with the people you love the most. Drink some fucking eggnog and have a great Christmas, bro. So thank you guys. Merry Christmas to you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you guys so very much. We love you guys, and we'll see you guys on Friday with the news. Merry Christmas, guys. Peace.
Focus on my jet black ninja. Come in where you at that surrender. Check beside the ring, you the number one contender. Looking cold booty like your pussy in the